Hello, and welcome to another Inside Line podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Daniel Cameron. In this podcast, I will be discussing a 46-year-old woman with Lyme disease and vision problems. I first read about this case in the Wisconsin Medical Journal by Ja and colleagues. A 46-year-old woman developed bird vision, which progressively worsened over three weeks. She had multiple medical problems, including hypertension, asthma, post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, seizure disorders, and alcohol use disorder. She had not had a seizure for 25 years. She did have a history of Lyme disease 10 years earlier, which was treated for 10 days. She described three weeks of worsening blurring of her vision and tingling and numbness of both legs. She also had nausea, weakness, dizziness, and visual hallucinations. So she had seen an optometrist 13 days earlier who found she had optic head edema, which is in her eyes. She was advised to go to the emergency room. An optic nerve is a nerve that transmits visual information from the retina to the brain. Did she go to the emergency room? No. The ophthalmologic exam that was eventually done confirmed the optometrist's finding of optic neuritis. Her vision loss was significant. Her visual acuity was 20 over 400 in both eyes. Legal blindness is defined as having visual acuity of 20 over 200 or worse in the better eye after correction. Now, she hadn't been corrected according to the records. She also had impaired color vision in both eyes. The blood tests were positive for Lyme disease. Her IgG and IgM antibodies and Western blot IgM were both positive. The Western blot IgG showed 3 out of 10 bands. You need 5 out of 10 IgG bands to call it positive by that criteria. The doctor could not find another cause for her optic neuritis. The authors concluded, quote, our case also fulfilled the criteria for acute Lyme disease with strong evidence of a causal link with optic neuritis, end quote, wrote the authors. The woman was prescribed two weeks of doxycycline, but after one week was admitted to the hospital for alcohol intoxication. Upon questioning, she endorsed some improvement in vision after initiation of antibiotics, wrote the authors. But the final outcome was uncertain since the woman left the hospital against medical advice and did not adhere to her follow-up appointments. Quote, whether her symptoms resolved completely thereafter is unknown, end quote, wrote the authors. Nevertheless, the authors drafted the paper to remind readers that Lyme disease is on a differential diagnosis of optic neuritis. What questions does this case raise? How often does optic neuritis occur in patients with Lyme disease and vision problems? I've seen optic neuritis in my Lyme patients. I also refer them to ophthalmologists to make sure there's not another illness, including multiple sclerosis. Did the woman get her vision back? She was too non-compliant to determine the outcome. And what is the best treatment for optic neuritis? She was prescribed oral doxycycline for two weeks. I don't think it's clear how long to treat optic neuritis. Uh, so I have to use clinical judgment in these cases. And we need research in that area. Thanks for listening to another Inside Lyme podcast. You can read more about these cases in my show notes and on my website at danielcameronmd.com. 
As always, it is your likes, comments, reviews, and shares that help spread the word about Lyme disease. Until next time, on Inside Lyme.